What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hi. Welcome to POV or My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Thank you so much for being a POV Plus subscriber. When you subscribe to POV Plus, you get weekly exclusive episodes of Text to My Therapist, the segment of POV or My Therapist where I talk about current events, culture, news, pop culture, all of it. Um, on the last episode, we talked about the Atlanta restaurant debacle featuring Keith Lee, and we also talked about um, what we were watching. We also talked about what we were watching, which is Gen V and the boys, and we talked about what we were listening to, and we also talked about the current state of the world meaning Palestine. So go listen to that episode. Um, if you're not subscribed, you can subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And when you do that, you get ad-free listening and exclusive content. So I'm not saying you're missing out, but you're missing out. Um, if you already are subscribed, thank you so much. Love you. You're the best. So last time we spoke, I didn't have an episode. I mean, I kind of had an episode last week. I had a baby episode because I was a bit, you know, I was, I was, it was my birthday. I was going through some things. Um, I really felt like I needed to be locked away because I felt like I was an aging crow. I swear to God, like I woke up and it was like, I looked in the mirror and instead of seeing me and my beautiful self, I saw the old witch in Snow White. The one with like the Grim Reaper costume and the poison apple and like the long, bumpy, saggy skin and face and chin. And I was like, I don't recognize this girl. Who is this girl? I was having a bit of an identity crisis. Um, forget about the fact that it was the best year of my life. <laughs> forget that just throw that out the window extremely ungrateful whatever but I will not say that my feelings were not valid because they were valid because for some people birthdays are just not fun like they can be but I think there's this overcast of just you think about all of the things that you wanted to do and the person you thought you'd be and the life path that you thought you had set up for yourself and things just look different and sometimes they look different in better ways but sometimes they don't and then sometimes it's like 50 50 and like the last episode said life could be going great but I leave it up to me I will find something to complain about because that is my what my talent I will complain. I will file a report. I will do what needs to be done to ruin the day. I will. I really will. And I'm sorry, but it's true. So that being said, um, you know, after my initial day of sadness, and not only that, but my birthday is on Los Dias de Muertes, which is November 2nd. So that's the day of the dead bitch. 
Okay. I, what am I celebrating? What am I celebrating? I'm single. My womb is barren. We don't have to go through the whole spiel again, but it's just the truth. So, you know, I had a lot of that going on. I had a lot of fifis, had a lot of fifis, had a lot of feelings, had a lot of saddies. And it just wasn't giving. Um, I looked good, though. I will say that. (laughs) I may be sad. I may have clinical depression. I may be going through a lot of things all at once. But one thing about me is I'm going to look good doing it. Mm, Always. Um... But, you know, my feelings were valid, et cetera, et cetera. So last week we discussed, um, you know, we're, we're now in the here I am, here I am. What am I talking about? We're now in the who I am now series. And that's a bit different from the who I am series because the who I am now is more reflective. It's more about who we've been, all the different versions of ourselves and who we are carrying on to on this journey that we don't know where we're going to death. Woo. So fun. But it's about who we are on this journey and the lessons that we are carrying and who we plan on becoming all of these things. So This episode, I really wanted to do an episode where I did 28 lessons that I've learned in my 28 years. However, 28 is a lot. (laughs) 28 is a lot. And what's even more devastating is seeing the physical representation of 28. It is three boxes of candles. Did you know that? It's three boxes of candles. (laughs) You need three boxes of candles to light 28 candles on a birthday cake. Did you know that? I know that. You know how I know that because I'm 28. But 28 is a lot. And I just don't have the focus right now to do that. And also, I found that my lessons were not necessarily lessons, but regrets and complaints. So this is basically, this episode is like, I don't know, a city hall to-do list, all right? So I decided what I would instead focus on is because I, you know, I don't, I try, I know, I know, I know, I know. I try not to be negative, but I just am a pessimist a lot. But we're trying, we're fixing that. We're working on it. We're trying to be optimistic. So we're trying to, you know, evoke a more positive light. So instead of doing my original 28 complaints, which I could have gone to 100 and they would not have felt like enough. (laughs) I am going to talk endlessly as I do, about, you know, things that, you know, there are some regrets to it, but I think there's a lesson learned there, okay? And the first thing that comes to mind overall is just, I wish I had learned, and I've talked about this, but I've wished I'd learned to follow my gut earlier. I wish I knew what my gut was. I wish I knew what it looked like. I wish I knew what it sounded like. I wish I hadn't been so doubtful of my own intuition for a long time because I feel like that could have saved me a lot of irritation um, and just pain and just like issues. Now I'm paying for the consequences of not being a you know, not having that kind of forthrightness and having a, an idea of who I am when I was a teen. But at the same time, this is, you know, this is the balance of it all. I might be regretful about things I did when I was younger, but the fucking thing is, why is a 17 year old allowed to make these big decisions? Yes, I'm talking about you, student loans. <laughs> That's the thing I think about all the time. I'm like, I wouldn't have gone to the school I went to. I wouldn't have studied this, this field of study I did 
But at, you're asking me at 17 to like make such an intense decision. And yeah, that's that works for a lot of people, but it doesn't work for everybody. And I think there was this idea that, I don't know, bitch, I was just very flighty. That's all I know. Um, so I went to school for film. I would have changed that. Absolutely. Or I just would have gone to a different school. And I would have realized that networking is incredibly important because I don't like to network. That's my least favorite thing ever. I barely like talking to people, but I'm good at it. And that's where the issue comes in. And you need people to do things. You you are not lesson number two, moving on, okay? You are not, no man is an island, bitch. You need a bridge, all right? You need a bridge. Like, you cannot be an island. If you're an island, you can't be an island your whole life. You can have moments of being an island, sure. But you cannot be Pangea, okay? Because at some point, you're going to need somebody to help you with something. So even if you're thinking, like, I'm super self-sufficient, I know how to fish, I know how to filter salt water, I can make water, where did you learn that? Who taught you how to fish? Why do you know how to fish? Okay. So like on some aspect, you have to network people. There have been people very rarely who are able to create a whole career by themselves in an echo chamber. And to them, you scare me because how? But a lot of people, they need connections. They need to learn. They need to grow. Nobody is just born smart. Like you're just not, unless like you have like, I don't know, some mental thing, but you need people to help you. You need people to give you a boost up. And once you have that boost up, it's now your responsibility to give other people a boost up, no matter how sorry for yourself you may feel, but somebody helped you get where you are. So I would have advised myself to be a bit more social because I just not I'm just I'm not a social girl I I'm good at it but I don't like to do it okay um piggybacking off of that and on the absolute opposite of that I would have not gone to school for film I just wouldn't have done it I would have gone to school and I talked about this you're getting a sneak peek into subscribers only stuff okay congrats because I talked about this this week If I had a choice, I would go back to school to become a plastic surgeon. I know, right? I would be snatching the girls. Lumpy BBLs no more, okay? Everybody would look so good because obviously I did their body. I would have been a plastic surgeon. And you know what my specialty would have been? Ethnic nose jobs, okay? Because I'm so tired of seeing nose jobs that don't fit people. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, go out with a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, more time for what? Recently, me and my therapist sat down and literally made a list of all of the things I've been wanting to accomplish this year that I felt that I did not have any time for. There's a book I've been wanting to read on finance. You guys know I'm super into my finances this year. And I was like, when am I going to have the time to do this? Well, we sat down, made that list, and turns out I have time on Tuesday mornings. Little changes can really help create a sense of control in a world where so many of the things that happen are beyond our control. 
So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and it's suited to fit your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com POV today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot POV. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And I actually thought about this for a long time, like even when I was in school, but this is, I'm going to, this is number three of regrets, things I wish I knew. Um, You know, when I was in high school and I thought about like being, I thought about being a plastic surgeon, but I didn't take my thoughts very seriously because I'm like, that is 12 years of school. That's a long time. And when you're 17, 12 years is more than your whole life. It's more than your whole stupid little life. So I was like, I can't possibly spend 12 years getting an education. This is crazy. Girl, how I am twice. How old am I? I'm not 30 yet. I was about to tell a lie. I was about to say I am 17 times two. That's a lie. I, you know, I'm almost, I've almost lived another 12 years. I would have been what? Doing my residency by now or something? making hella cash, I can tell you that much, um, giving the girls the Bella Hadid face they wish they had. But that is something that I think about a lot is, you know, when you're young, you think 12 years is a long time and you're like, oh, it's not worth it. I can, I can, my exact thoughts were I'm going to go to college for four years while I'm in college. I'm going to write an award-winning script. By the time I graduate college, I was going to have an Academy Award for screenwriting badge. That was my life plan. Very Delulu, but you know, Delulu gets things, you know, gets to see things through, through. Um, those who are Delulu get to see things through, through sometimes, but you know, I thought 12 years was a lot of time. It's apparently it's not allegedly. So I would have gone back and, you know, studied medicine. And I also, the other thing was I was just not, I was very scared of like my capabilities. I didn't know what I was capable of doing. I didn't think I was smart enough to be like a doctor or like a surgeon or anything like that. And I was also scared that I would be scared of blood and like scared of body parts and innards and all of that. Like that was my biggest thing actually is like, hmm, am I going to be able to look inside of people's bodies now? Girl, please. I don't care. I I don't know the relationship that I have, like with the human body now, I'm like, all right, this is very functional. This is very interesting to see very functional. I actually was thinking the other day, and this is going to sound a bit grotesque, but you have to understand I was desperate. Um, that stupid tattoo on my arm that flares up every 29 business days. The other day I was so desperate for relief. I literally considered carving it out of my body. Okay. But, you know, obviously I'm not stupid and I knew that it is a nerve issue and I would just make things worse. So I'm not going to do that. (laughs) So the other thing is I, I don't know how I would have gotten this point across to my younger self, 
But if I could go back in time and have a conversation with young divine, I would let her know that she's not stupid, that actually she's quite smart. I don't know how you change the per- like self-perception of a child. I don't know how you do that, but I would find how you do it and then I would do it. Okay. Um, I would just try to get myself to have a little bit more faith in myself because faith, even if it's blind and even if you don't believe in it, it takes you a long way. Okay. Um, there is a lot of stuff that I, I just get, I I don't even want to say get away with, but there's a lot of stuff that I, I'm able to live through and like push through because I just have an inkling of blind faith that everything will be fine. And I have nothing to cry about and nothing to stress about and everything's going to be great. But as a child, as a teenager, as a 20 something, I did not necessarily have that. It was very, I was too much of a realist plus pessimist plus all of these things that kind of put a lot of fear in you and keep your feet glued to the floor and you never get anything done and you never move past the limitations that you put on yourself and as you can imagine that is a great way to get nothing done so there was a good amount of years that I got nothing done and do I remember those years no I don't um because I blocked them out now the next thing that I think I would hmm I'm trying to decide because I don't want to get into the the dating of it all but I mean like that's a necessary thing that we must speak of (sighs) I think there are a lot of decisions that like I remember that I just wouldn't make that conversations I would have differently um I was I've never really quite been like a mean person so there aren't a lot of words that I've said that I wish I could eat thankfully but I think there's just like some things I, I would, I would, I would be a better friend because I, that was not a forte of mine for a while. Um, because I think when you live a lot in, I don't even want to call it survival mode, but you're just on edge all the time and you have, you know, low self-esteem, not a lot of faith. You don't, you think that a lot of stuff is against you and you can't just live like you cannot just experience things and it's such a sad thing because what else are you going to do in life if not experience things because you die anyway so you got to get your shit together at some point and it's like the longer it takes you to get your shit together you're like you're just wasting time you're wasting a lot of time and you're the sooner you know i i wish i understood sooner that Everything matters, but nothing matters at the same time. Like the little things that I think about that I over exaggerate in my head about myself that I'm like, oh, you're awful. You did this thing. You stepped wrong. Like all of those anxieties, like nobody gives a shit. You barely give a shit. You're making yourself give a shit because you're bored. You need to get it together. But the things that really matter is like self-perception and having confidence, which funny enough were the things that I thought did not matter. So I had it flipped. So that would be like something that I would try to drill into. 
my brain. And that's something I've come to realize over the years. I would also, something else I've come to realize is there's no shame in just being who you are and understanding the issues that you have and the problems that you have, your weaknesses. Nothing is truly an L until you decide it's an L. Like anything can be a strength at any given point if you decide it is, okay? Like you being, you know, a pessimist. Well, okay, a pessimist is like an attitude trait, so I wouldn't even say that. Like you being a depressed person, like that's just a part of who you are. And at some point you cannot let that necessarily control everything that you do and like your whole outcome of your life. It is going to make things extremely hard, but it can't be a reason why you do nothing. There's an equal and opposite to everything. And I feel like you just have to really force yourself. And I really mean force yourself to see the good and slash positivity and everything because if not you're just going to be like well everything sucks and it does but you should not live like that because then you're going to get sad and you're not going to get anything done and then because you don't get anything done you're going to be like I'm a fucking loser and then you say you're a loser so then you are and then it's just a avalanche of like bad self-talk There's so many things that I thought were corny, like when people were like, oh, you have to talk to yourself. You have to be, you know, you have to say these things, write this stuff on your mirror. You have to say these things out loud. You have to affirm yourself. You have to say affirmations. You have to meditate. You have to do, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like, clearly you come from a a happy family. Congratulations. You come from a two-parent household. You're upper middle class. Congrats. Okay, you're upper middle class. You haven't been through what I've been through. I'd be like, you don't even know me. How could you say that? But there's truth to it. (laughs) And nothing would piss me off more than like when somebody who has a hard life tells you that shit. Because it's like, oh my God, you drink the Kool-Aid too, number one. But also, how dare you like tell me to be happy you're not allowed you shouldn't even be telling yourself that so that was something I had to get over and just something I had to make sense of but the thing is you're never really going to get to that point until you just stop with the negative self-talk and that's just something I wish I latched on earlier and something I wish I understood earlier was yeah you are you know you got a couple screws loose but you have to acknowledge it, accept it, make it work. I wish I would have started therapy when I was fucking 16. That's a, that one's a doozy. <laughs> and you know what? I also wished when I was 16, well, not 16, but like 19, because I had really good health insurance when I was 19. I had great health insurance. Great health insurance. First of all, I would have gone to the dentist. We're getting off track, but I'm just letting you know. I would have I would have taken care of my braces, but I also would have gone to the dentist every six months. I would have abused the fuck out of my health insurance and I would have gotten my little VS uh, G. Okay, I would have been so skinny by now. Oh my God. When I tell you natural BBL, period. I wish I would have done that. 
now I got no health insurance. And every time I feel a little, you know, a little tingle in my teeth, I get a little scared. And now that I'm like getting older, oh my God, I think about like, damn, I wish, what, what would I look like now if I had just done what I needed to do? But I didn't because I was scared. And I don't know if you're noticing a theme here, but fear is like a big one. I would have just, because I, growing up, right, this is the thing, I'm Haitian. You know this, we talk about this. Haitian people, Haitian parents. It's it's like the scene in Mean Girls when Coach Carr is like, don't fornicate or you will get pregnant and die. You will just simply die. Like that, that was, there was a lot of that. I had to take an abnormally an abnormally long intermission because my cousin called me and she was supposed to be coming this weekend, but she has the vid. And then there's just so much going on right now. But um, I don't remember where we left off. I don't remember where we left off, but I will talk about, um, I was talking about all of the things that I kind of learned and understood over time. Um, moving on to the juicy bits of things. All right. So when it comes to dating, I've learned a lot. Um, okay. Before we even move on to that part, I will say that something else that I kind of wish I knew or something I learned is when you go into therapy, it's not like black and white. It's not like you start the therapizing and then all of a sudden your life is better and everything has changed. I think a lot of what therapy does is it teaches you to make space for good things because I think it teaches you to make space for good things because there's such a heaviness and a weight that people carry when they have a lot of horrible shit in their lives and they have like a lot of guilt and they have a lot of sadness and it just takes up a lot of space like it's you know I think about all the times like I've been depressed and I try to go out and have fun but I can't because I'm too distracted with how sad I feel and I think therapy is a very good outlet for that um but it's not the fix of everything. It's really not. I think sometimes you need therapy and sometimes you need medication and sometimes you need to make good relationships and sometimes you need community and sometimes you need to get the fuck over yourself and do the things that you don't want to do, like leave your house, like engage with people, like make friends, like not pick fights, like, um, you know, affirm yourself um you have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do I don't think it's one or the other I think these are all parts of a moving structure and if you want to be as happy as you can be you kind of have to try a little bit of everything and see what works for you and sometimes it's a combination of things and sometimes it's just one thing that you've been missing this whole time and it, you get it and then suddenly it's like a light bulb has gone off in your brain um but I did think for the longest time I did think that therapy was the end-all be-all like I thought it was just like fix all my problems and it's like fuck I'm in therapy and I still have problems this is crazy and I want my money back but sadly that's not really how things work you have to put in a lot of effort for these things um something else that I wish that I had something I've learned is that I to not be embarrassed like to not give a shit I wish I wish I wish with all my heart 
to the land of dragons that I learned how to not give a shit sooner in my life. I wish I had learned that sooner. Not giving a shit has been the best thing I've ever learned and has been the best thing that I've ever done because I don't give a shit about how people feel about me. I don't give a shit about how men feel about me. I don't give a shit about a lot of stuff. And because of that, it opens space for me to not carry around a lot of shame. Like, I don't give a fuck if I get embarrassed. I don't give a F if somebody doesn't like me. There's a lot of things that just do not sit at the forefront of my mind. And it started with me just not giving a damn, not giving a diggity damn. I got a damn to give. I don't got a damn to take. I don't have a diggity damn, like, at all. Like, there are things that I care about, but I make room to care about those things. I don't overwhelm myself with caring about too much stuff that probably like it has, it has stuff to do with me, but it's like, I can't change how somebody perceives me. And I wish one thing that like, I kind of understood earlier was like, you can't change how somebody perceives you. You can't change how somebody thinks about you. How somebody feels about you is not necessarily a representation of who you are. Sometimes there is truth to it, but sometimes it's a representation of how they feel about themselves and how they feel about things. Maybe you are a reminder of something that they hate or something that, you know, they didn't mesh with at one point in their life, but you can't necessarily change how people feel about you. That strictly and mostly applies to men. You can't make that nigga like you, sister. Like, I wish I had kind of gotten that because I felt like it was weird because while I had like not a lot of confidence I also was like so confused when like guys didn't like me because I'm like what is literally wrong with you like your brain must be broken but sometimes it would be like okay this guy doesn't like me because I'm fat sometimes it could be like this guy doesn't like me because I remind him of the lady from seven years ago that cut him in line when he was really hungry at a Publix deli Like you cannot change any of these things and it's better to just not waste time even thinking about it at all. It is such a waste of time to ponder and think and consider and mull over and, you know, uh, try to get why this person doesn't like me. It's fucking useless because all it does is it just makes you think that you're not good enough. It makes you think that there are things about yourself that you need to change. Unless somebody has outright told you like, hey, you have a shitty personality and that's why I don't like you there's no reason to think about it. Somebody can like you for so many reasons. Somebody can like you for none at all. Like literally I was on TikTok yesterday. You know, everything good starts with I was on TikTok yesterday. I was on TikTok yesterday and this girl was talking about how her husband cheated on her with her mother. Her mama look like everybody else's mama. That lady don't look no special. She look like everybody else's mama. Now, why all up in these comments is men saying they understand? talking about your mom like your mom's fine ew like what do you mean this lady just looked like somebody's mother like she just looked like someone's I don't can't wrap my head around it but all of that is to say you can be the most perfect version of yourself and that man still wants to go after a geriatric old lady it ain't about you and it can hurt it can affect you in a but it cannot affect you intrapersonally it cannot affect your perception of yourself there are a lot of things that can make you sad and that can make you feel unwanted and hurt and unseen but you can't really let those things 
change how you feel about yourself. And I think I went on so long letting stuff like that affect my perception of myself oh this thing with this person didn't work out it must be because I'm not good enough it must be because like I'm at my core unlovable when God was making me and he was doing the Powerpuff Girls intro scene who's putting sugar spice everything nice he forgot the lovable ingredient and obviously that's why like these things don't work out in my favor I feel that that's a valid concern. That's a valid feeling, but it's not necessarily the truth because I know there have been guys who liked me and I'm like, no, like absolutely not. This ain't happening. Mind you though, I will say a lot of the times I begin to approach and I can just tell they trying to have me be their little beard. And I'm like, baby, that boy is gay. that's happened to me a lot I don't know if it's because I'm a fabulous fat soft woman but the amount of times a young you know lost homosexual boy has approached me tell me he's in love with me baby you don't like me (laughs) as a matter of fact we like the same things and I'm going to ask you nicely to leave me alone now. That if if I had a, a quarter, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd be able to buy me a quarter. And that's a lot. That's a lot. So, you know, but that being said, you know, I can't even that like I can't be like, what about me attracts? The, the lost young gay man to me like that like it's girl may, you, maybe you're a place of comfort who knows maybe you know maybe oh, oh my god maybe you've been single forever because you're just so fucking sexy holy shit did you think about that did that ever cross your mind that the reason why you've been single all of your life is because you're so sexy like literally nobody knows what to do with it like everybody is so scared because they're like, this girl is so sexy, I would literally die <laughs> if, like, I got too close to her. Like, you know, we have to delulu our way through life. We can't, we have to. And at some point, the delulu becomes the true true. Like, that's it. Like, that's what I'm choosing to believe in these moments. But I wish I didn't let so many of these things that I have no control over, I can't change nobody's fucking mind, I can barely change my own mind, I wish I didn't let those things affect me the way that they did. They, because, bitch, I spent a lot of nights crying. And I still do. But you know what? At some point, I need to be like, you need to grow some pussy. Get up. Stand up. Rise. Rise, bitch. Rise. Because you know what? Whether you stay on that floor or you rise, you're still single and childless. Get the fuck up. But you know what you are when you lay on the floor? You broken. You are broken. You lay on that floor. You will never get up. So I need you to rise, sister. I need you to get up and put your pussy on and live your life and do what you got to do. And then everything else is going to what? Align. It's going to align. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, those are like the big ones. The other thing, because I, I was talking to my friend about this yesterday because y'all, I told y'all this before, but I'm going to tell y'all again. I had somebody come to my house to do some work. 
why this boy try to give me his number like four times? Baby, I ain't interested. I am not interested. And the, me and my friend got to talk about it. And we we're like, you know, it's just something about broke dick. Okay, you heard what I said. I said it. They have so much to prove. Because they ain't got no money. They barely got the looks, babe. All they can give is male cooter. That's all. That's all they can give. And so they're going to try their best to give that. Now, if you think, you know, because the mistake a lot of women do is they're like, you know, I'm a lady. I have needs. I should not be checking my email right now. I'm so sorry. You know, a lot of women, they're like, I'm a lady. I have needs. I was made, I was put on this planet to love. So, you know, they're like, it's okay. I'm just going to kiss this little, I know he's a frog. I know he's going to stay a frog. I know he ain't shit, but it's not my, you know, it's not up to me to change him because I need to meet him where he's at. You know, I need to meet him where he's at. And so a lot of times the ladies, they think they can just step into it and step out when they want to. They think they can be a baller in that way. So, you know, they start fucking around with a little broke man, a little man who's just not given what he needs to be given. And then all of a sudden it's like you really thought you played yourself because you're going to get attached and then when you're attached, now you on your third year of nursing school crying over the plug, what are you doing? So that comes down to you can't try to fool yourself. You can't fool yourself. If you are a lover girl, you just need to accept that you're a lover girl. Don't be lying to yourself, telling yourself that you can be in the streets, you can be, you know, you can be a player, you're not. You don't play nothing but a fiddle, baby, okay? Like, you are who you are, and that's okay. You don't have to be the cool girl, because you're not cool. You're actually a little psychotic, and that's okay, but you have to know that. You have to know who you are. And I, I did that a lot of times when I was like, I can be cool. I'm so cool. I'm super cool. I, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm just, I'm cool. I can be cool. I'm not going to catch feelings. And then what happens? Limerence. We, like, we get a nice, fat, thick dose of limerence. Yeah. Damn near hallucinating. Every time you turn a corner, is he going to be there? No, bitch, because you're nuts. You about to lose your fucking mind. You need to stop. And if I hadn't lied to myself in the first place, I wouldn't be here. I tell myself a lot of lies. I tell myself, you know, I'm a cool girl. I don't, I am not going to catch feelings. That's my favorite lie is I'm not going to catch feelings. But I do often and it's embarrassing because I did exactly what I said I wouldn't do but if I just paid attention to the truth of it and I know who I am and I just if I honor my wants and my needs 
I'm I avoid like 90% of the situations that I find myself in when it comes to like romantic stuff or things that make me uncomfortable. If I just honor that, if I honor that I know I'm uncomfortable in certain places, if I know I'm uncomfortable in certain around certain people, if I just honor that, we are doing a lot for ourselves. We're not putting ourselves in a place to be uncomfortable, to be sad, to be depressed, to have to overly explain why we feel the way we feel. It just is what it is. Um, what else? I'm trying to thank the last thing I was going to say, and I'm going to make it short because I just am broken right now. I thought I was recording this whole time. I wasn't, I've been talking for like 20 minutes. Ah! Last thing that I wish I knew before. I wish I had a better understanding of my attitude towards money because I like to spend. Nothing makes me happier than spending money. And nothing makes me happier than spending money than spending other people's money. Okay? Okay? But for some reason, our generation, millennials, Gen Z, Gen X, very nihilistic, very, we, very nihilist attitude. We did not really think we were going to live long. I don't know why. I don't know where that notion came from. I think it's because of all the political uncertainty, mass shootings, wars, what have you. We did not think we were going to live very long. So retirement, we did not think of. And not only that, but jobs did not really entice us to stay long enough to even reach retirement. And you know, most jobs you have to work like a certain number of years to get to retirement. So the one piece of advice that I would like to give, because that's a wish advice I wish I understood and kind of took more seriously earlier is when you have a job, whatever it is, open a 401k, open a Roth IRA, put your money in there. And honestly, that money gets taken out of your account, not your account, sorry, out of your paycheck um, by your job and put in there for you. And it's long-term money. You don't think about it. You don't think about it tomorrow. You don't think about it in two years. You think about it when you're fucking 60 and you open it because like I tried to explain in that one episode, the stock market works on a constant incline. Ooh, that looked bad. The stock market works on a constant incline. So the money you put in today, when you're 60, you may put in $2 today. In 60 years, depending on inflation, that bitch might be 300 fucking dollars. So that's kind of your security blanket. That's, I think, the only real security blanket that people our age have. So I know this is not news to anybody or most people, but if it's news to you, I definitely would, you know, say, look into that. Because I think that, I think that's the only thing that we have going for us, if I'm being fucking honest here, okay? That being said, that was our episode for today. Um, if you're not subscribed to POV Plus, make sure you subscribe because I have a new episode coming out on Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to POV Plus because you get ad-free listening so you do not get my abruptive, uh, you know, little three minute ads. You, you get to skip that. You don't get ads and you get an extra episode every Wednesday where I talk about news, pop culture, everything was happening on the TikTok, what's happening on the Twitter. That's why I really dive deep into that shit, okay? Um, but next week on our show, we have a special guest, Raquel Willis is here. So we're gonna have an amazing conversation with her. I am so excited for you to listen to it. Um, as always, the best way to support an independent podcast is by sharing it with your friends and your family. If this is a good conversation that you think somebody would benefit from, hit that share button. And if you are not following me on Apple or Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. And if you're not subscribed on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. 
Sharing this podcast does wonders. You have no idea. It is such a good way to help put the word out and to help the algorithm know that you loved it so much you sent it to a friend. So do that for me and I will be forever thankful. If you haven't left a rating or a review, make sure you do that. Those are helpful as well. And yeah, I love you so much. You are the light of my life, joy of my world. You make me so happy and I'm so happy to be here with you this week. I love you so much. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.